Do you consent? Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to Practice Makes Podcast. This is a self-improvement podcast. We are your co-hosts, Tyler Kingsbury. And Jordy Wofford. Practice Makes Podcast is brought to you live from a Mandalorian spaceship. Ooh, I wish. Behind the moon of Endor. I don't know. I've been seeing Star Wars stuff on my page. I was making a reference. That's good. You're quick. You're clever. Staying on your toes. How are you doing today? Uh, uh, are well, you feeling better? Yeah. I can confess that I got the COVID-19. Confess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it was just, I mean, I've had it now for, this will be day 10, and only today have my coworkers finally started texting me and saying, are you okay? <laughs> well, it takes people a while to catch on. <laughs> Well, and I know that they don't actually care if I'm okay. They just want to know if I have COVID because they love drama. They just love it. They just want to have something to gossip about. Oh, they love the hot goss. Hot goss. <laughs> That'd be a good name for a band. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to think of like a band name and it's just, I can't think of anything. So um, what I've gone with is... Tylo Rilo, because that's already what I was kind of working with. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to use it. Tylo Rilo. So uh, if you want to check out Tylo Rilo, I have a SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud page. And I've been working on some stuff on my own. And then also on there are some things I've reposted from Gabriel Mean Boy, who is a producer that I've been working with. Our most recent song is really fun. So go check it out. Follow me on Twitter, Tylo Rilo, T-Y-L-O-R-Y-L-O. <laughs> Well, hopefully once you're completely out of the woods of the COVID, you'll be able to start doing performances in yeah. person. Right. Uh, like, from what, sorry, go ahead. From what I understand, the first eight days of COVID are the most critical. So if you're at day 10, you're probably pretty much safe. Yeah, I could see that because up until day eight, it was still, there were some moments that were a little bit scary, like... Um, where, especially at night, my breathing would just kind of get really shallow. I couldn't take a full deep breath. There was there were just a couple days like that, like three days like that. And it was like waxing and waning, like what they say, that it gets better and then it gets worse and then it gets better and then it gets worse. And it definitely did that. Um, I am, like, I'll run, like, once a week or I'll go on a bike ride. And I do try to keep up with my cardio. And I do think that that helps a lot of the time when I hear that someone <clears throat> that it hit them really hard, it's like there's someone that never exercises. So I think that's what helped me out. Uh, did you, I guess it's hard to say where you would have caught it or anything, but did you just immediately go and get tested as soon as you start, got sick or? Yeah. Friday night I was like throwing up. I was like having trouble breathing and I didn't know if it was, um, like anxiety because I was like, oh, it's COVID. <laughs> I felt like I had the flu. It was really icky. I felt like I had a fever. Everything was hot. And then um, I was like sweating and I was freezing. I had chills, like all of the symptoms. Um, I did have a cough also. And I was like, okay, this is definitely COVID. And then um, Saturday, I don't work Saturdays. I woke up and <clears throat> I texted my boss and it was like, I had to immediately go out and get this test. And I don't know if you've ever had the flu, but it's like <laughs> the last thing you want to do is 
do anything. <laughs> and with COVID, you have to, like, go get a test to prove that you don't have to go to work the next day. And it's like, oh, I don't have the energy for this. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of ridiculous, like, having to get a doctor's note. Yeah. Like, they need they don't take your word for it. Right. <laughs> Like if you're at least at my job, like uh, my one job, it was saying if if you're sick, um, if you call in sick for more than like three days, you have to go and get a doctor's note, and it's just, I mean, I guess if if you're really sick, you'd be going to the hospital anyway. But why would why wouldn't you just spend the time like getting better rather than going to the hospital and and getting other people contaminated? Exactly. Yeah, I went, so I'm like, I gotta do this. Um, so I go on Saturday morning. I find a place that does the test. I got there at, like, probably before 10 a.m., and they turned me away because they were already booked up for the day. And so I was like, fuck this. Like, I just dragged myself here. Like, literally dragged myself here. I went home, and, like, my boss is saying, like, oh, maybe this place. My friend is like, oh, all these places. And I'm like, I do not have the energy for this. Like, to call a bunch of places and figure it out, like, normally that's a hassle. But when you're sick, especially when you're fluish and, like, fevery and just, ugh, it's like, fuck all this. And so I just went back to sleep. And then when I woke up, I finally got the energy to go to this other place that I had confirmed would definitely get me a test. I go there, um... Because they have to, like, see your face for some reason to be able to make the appointment. And then it's a four-hour wait, so they send you back home, and they say they'll call you 15 minutes before your appointment. So they did that. Uh, yeah. It's a to go there, go back, go back. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, it wasn't, like, the best day. But um, the following day, I already felt better. Uh, I was, like, I would get out of breath walking upstairs, like, where I normally wouldn't get out of breath just... And I'm wearing a mask, too, so it's, like, even harder to breathe. And luckily, I have a pretty breathable one that I've been using. Um, and then and then it would get better. And then uh, a couple of nights ago, I, like, was starting to get really panicked because I thought that I would have to go to the hospital because <laughs> my breathing was so shallow. And I was, like, falling asleep, and I'm like, oh, man, this is scary. And I just took, like, an anti-anxiety pill abuse bar because I'm like maybe it's just anxiety and it didn't really help but um I just had to just calm myself because I'm like all right I'll I'll go to the hospital if I wake up in the middle of the night like unable to catch my breath I'll call 911 <laughs> that was like my plan <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was scary for a little bit but mostly I had pretty mild symptoms so well I guess that reminds us it serves as a reminder that COVID is still out there and it is a serious deal and yeah you can get really sick from it yeah so it's definitely not nothing no I think I'm pretty My, uh, healthy like I think people would agree with that I I try you know I put in some effort but even I got you know I could see why it would be devastating and fatal to certain people because even I was having some of the breathing issues and even now I still kind of feel a little bit of a bubble in the back of my throat sometimes but it's um like I can have a whole big breath like I can take a deep breath and it's so miserable because you breathe every other second <laughs> so you're constantly experiencing it it's like 
miserable. Having to be thinking about your breathing all the time must feel like <laughs> something that drives you crazy too, because it's something you have to do. Exactly. It's like me when I have when I have a sore throat, I just hate swallowing and drinking water right. and just every ah. Yeah, and you do it constantly. It's yeah. Like Chinese water torture. Oh, it's the same exact thing. I agree. Um. Here, my here's my original thought. I'm sick of this COVID stuff. So <laughs> I know that's such a useful thing to contribute. Oh yeah, to the zeitgeist. Well, I mean, in the beginning, I was very frustrated with everything because it was like, all right, suicides are going up, like domestic violence is going up, all these other things that no one is paying any attention to. Like, who knows? My respiratory issues could have been something else, but they never would have checked because it's. COVID, everything's COVID. And so it's like, if I had a different issue, I think that I would go untreated. Um, mm. And so that's the problem there. Obviously, I'm not saying that we should stop doing anything that we've been doing precaution-wise. Because honestly, like when you say, if I know where I got it, I go to work, I go to the grocery store, and I've been to the dog park. And so it, it's like, I didn't come in super close contact with anyone necessarily and so it's freaking everywhere right now it must have been the grocery store i'm guessing if none of your coworkers are sick i think it was from because i have two jobs i think it was mm. from my other job i don't want to give away too much information but i think I, those people come and go a little bit more and they um are even more stubborn about it too like they're which is understandable. I mean, it's frustrating to have to isolate if you're already on the verge of depression, you know, and it's like to have to isolate is, you know, scientifically proven to make depression worse. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. I get the frustration. Um, I wish that we were paying attention to anything else also. Like, yeah, wear a mask. Keep your distance for sure, especially if you're sick. Um, and then how about also... What about all the suicides that are happening? What about, like, other things that people are ailing from? Like, no one is caring about any of it. So, I mean, people are, but no one in power, maybe, necessarily. Yeah, it seems like they could be doing a little bit more, like, I don't know, trying to make sure that there's some degree of, like, social life or, <laughs> like, some kind of reprieve or, like, a break a mental break from all this stuff. Like yeah. the government in Quebec, uh, their campaign was uh, doing, they used images of a rainbow and they <laughs> said, ça va bien aller. <laughs> and that means in English that it's going to be all right. Oh, that's how they just put that around there. But great. it's like, okay, that's nice, but it doesn't really <laughs> make me feel much better. I follow a Reddit page called thanks. I'm cured. And then people post stuff like that where it's like, cool. Thanks. I'm cured now. I'm not sad anymore because of your picture of a rainbow. <laughs> right. Uh, my coworker, his um, his wife caught COVID as well. Mm. And so he tested and he proved to be negative, actually. So none of us have it. Wow. But he has to be under quarantine still. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like it was supposed to be just for two weeks. But it's like he's got himself and his kids. So it's like they're all going to catch it. So in theory, yeah. he's going to have to be like under quarantine for like weeks, maybe even like a couple months. Yeah. And I, people are saying that you can get it twice. And um, I have to like question that because what I understand about immunology, like the immune system 
and how our body responds to viruses, it's, you know, very hard for me to understand that. And so I was trying to look it up, especially now that I've had it. It's like, okay, can I catch it again? And uh, it's like, okay, why would you be able to get this particular virus twice in the same year? Because the flu virus um, replicates uh, at a certain rate, you know, and so we have to get a booster shot every year because that's potentially, we try to catch it at the right time. That's potentially when it will have changed enough to be able to still infect us and um, have our bodies not recognize it anymore. I guess it get, it's going to get really boring if I try to go into the virology of it. But I did read a couple articles. The first one I had determined that the reason why you can probably get it twice is because uh, COVID is a strand of RNA and a very small portion of the strand is needed to replicate. And it also replicates at a certain speed, which is um, pretty quickly from this article is what I read. And the rest of the strand is basically just, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It can change up and it'll still, the virus will still be able to infect the human. And so I was like, oh, okay, because the virus has just information and the outside has a coat. And a lot of the time uh, the coat is, it has spike proteins on it. Not always, but in this case, COVID-19 does have spike proteins our body's immune system recognizes the spike protein and then makes a memory of it. So it releases antibodies at the time of infection, and then it makes a memory of it with the memory B cells. And then, um, so if you were to get infected with it again, your body would recognize it, and it, you automatically, you just wouldn't get sick. You wouldn't be contagious. It would just automatically be out of your system. And so I was like, how the hell? It must have a way to change the spike proteins on the outside. So that when mm-hmm. I read that article, I was like, okay. So that long strand of RNA that is not really necessary for it to infect and replicate is able to change and change the spike proteins. That was just my theory. And then I read somewhere that it actually doesn't replicate quickly. It replicates very slowly and it has a very low mutation rate, which means that the likelihood of the changing of the spike proteins is actually super low. So then I was like, why the hell could you get it twice? But then the other article I was reading was saying that um, like three months after people have been infected, the antibody amount goes down, which is understandable. Like that's normal. That always happens. And then when you, if you ever come in contact with it again, the antibodies get re-released because of the memory B cells. But in this article, it was saying that the memory B cells are being affected. So there were no memory B cells. Oh, so it's like a total recall. It erases your memory and you can't fight it. Yeah. So then I was like, does COVID have this like, or not COVID, but coronavirus strains, maybe particularly this one, uh, maybe have, you know, like that's the mutation that it's gained and that's why it's so infectious is, um, I mean, I don't know why it's so infectious. <laughs> I haven't even really gone into that, but is that, uh, that's how you could get it twice is that it somehow attacks your memory B cells. I don't know. Is it uh, is it airborne? I remember there was like debate over that in the beginning, and no, I mean not like an actual airborne viruses. It just it can stay suspended in the air, just like droplets do. Um, in particular environments, there was uh, I think it was a podcast that I was listening to that was talking about they did a study, and this is all like. There, there are sources for it and everything. And I think it was Science Versus, which is another podcast that's really good. And they're funny. And the chick has a 
cute British accent and it's like, definitely listen to that podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, this um they did studies and they tried to find like different they tested different areas like is it airborne here in like a living room and no it wasn't and then so they were looking for virus particles you know in the air in different environments um and they did find it in one environment uh and that was in the bathroom Mm. and like the theory is just that there's so much traffic or there you know it's a lot of flushing and doors opening and just stuff getting stirred up constantly I think hand dryers play a role in like spreading stuff oh. around too because they're like blowing on the floor and like there's water particles and stuff like Ew, that. Ooh, yeah, on the floor. You're like right. hand dryers, hand dryers are actually pretty nasty from my understanding. You're actually better off using paper to dry <laughs> yeah. your hands. Totally. Yeah. Like at one time I saw, uh, there's this type of hand dryer called like a Dyson blade. It's the one like you stick your hands <gasps> yeah. into. And it's like, I actually like that because I love the sensation of it. And I think <laughs> it's a lot of fun and futuristic but yeah. I saw some images of it under a black light, and it's like there's so much, Ew. so many germs and so much gross stuff. Oh. It's like you shouldn't be using it. That's always how upgrades are, right? They're always way shittier than like the previous version. Yeah, we should just all be Romans again and just have a communal bathroom where we all use the same sponge to wipe. <laughs> that was way better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's much less bacteria and germs spreading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. 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 Um, speaking of French, I know you spoke French like 30 minutes ago. Actually, we've only been recording for 18, so that's not possible. Oh. But um, are you doing that podcast in French? Uh, no, I think we've kind of taken an un, like an unagreed or like a, a silent like break. Hiatus, yeah. Yeah, hiatus because um, I wasn't even really like we were broadcasting our podcast. Me and my friend Simone. Yeah. Uh, we I haven't even come up with a name for it yet, but we were just kind of doing live broadcasts on Twitch, and this was all in French. We were talking about history and uh, politics. But what I have been doing is I've been recording those and I've been slowly building up a library for, so when I think we have enough episodes recorded, then I was probably going to start releasing them on other platforms, in which case I'd be, you know, sharing it more, but I don't even have, we don't even have a name for it yet. Uh, my friend Simone is a really big video game player and now there's a video game called Cyberpunk that's going to be coming out. Mm. And apparently it's going to be like really next level type stuff. Mm. Um, it's like you can make your person have any type of face that you want and you can, li- <laughs> you can literally do anything you want. I think if you even want to be like an insurance salesman or something, <laughs> you can. I'm not quite sure what to expect, but, um, he wants us to play that together. So that's been kind of, um, his priority for right now. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I'm building up a library. So hopefully I'll have something to share with people, uh, in the near future. But for right now, it's still kind of taking, taking flight, uh, taking flight. (laughs) I I don't want to put too much pressure on him, like to be doing it like every single week and all the time. So I figured we'll just record it when we're motivated and that way I'll build up enough content to have like seasons that I can share with people. Hmm. That'd be cool. Uh, we, on the other hand, are taking a agreed upon hiatus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, the, what I what I figured was since it was December, this would be a good time to 
and call it good for at least until the end of the year. Yeah, we've been doing this for a year now. It's November 30th, and our first episode came out on the 26th of November last year. Yeah, that's kind of strange how it worked out that way. I, I think we were both just feeling a little tired, and we wanted some time off to recharge our batteries, and it just so happened that it's been almost a year to the day. Yeah, maybe I only ever do anything for a year because my band broke up after about a year or two. <laughs> uh, a year is a good amount of time to work on like a project or yeah. to even have significant change in your life and you you have changes in yourself as a person. Um, no, it's I'm I'm hoping this won't be for good. I'd like I've really enjoyed doing this. Yeah, we just have to. Uh, get a new sense of um, inspiration and uh, some kind of calling when it comes to podcasting. Right now, I'm wanting to focus more on music, and mm-hmm. I think you're going to play music with me sometimes. Yeah, I'd like for us to play music together, and it's kind of hard enough for us as it is to make the time once a week to get together to do an episode. So I, one thing I was thinking is if we were going to do that, it would be nice to be working towards improving our music skills. Yeah. Uh, like something that we knew that was going to be working towards a set goal. And, uh, yeah, the the holidays are coming up for what it's worth. I don't, not sure how much (sighs) it's going to be possible with all of these quarantines and everyone, everyone being on lockdown. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I hope there's still I, there's still people out there listening, and uh, I hope that if they feel like contacting us, that they will uh, to let us know maybe if they want us to pick it up again in the near future. But um, yeah, we uh, something I was thinking was like um, if we're gonna continue doing this, uh, I want to be like making money from it. <laughs> so, so one, I mean, it's rewarding enough to just hear from you guys. Uh, so definitely reach out. You can email us through the website. The website will still be up. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, we both have personal Instagrams and then also we have the PMP pod. Um, so definitely reach out. We'd love to hear from y'all. If you want to pay us to do more episodes, reach out to us too. We'll definitely do it for money. <laughs> that's very cynical but i mean it is what makes the world go round i, I guess mean, it's rewarding there are other ways to be rewarded by this and uh so reach out to us say hi and go to the website and offer us money or whatever you know <laughs> i would i would be willing to continue for nothing more than to be interacting with the audience but um yeah you know people are people are busy i understand that and uh yeah, so we just have to get, you know, a new a new uh, topic maybe or something new that inspires us that we want to talk about every week um, so that we can create kind of maybe more of a niche following that's more interactive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we should – yeah, I think we'll be able to – off camera and stuff, we'll be able to maybe do more brainstorming and go back to the writing board and think about what could attract more of like a niche audience or something that will engage people more. So I think we'd have to start a new like podcast altogether though, rather than practice mix podcast, because as it is, uh, we don't have any sponsors and we, if we started a new podcast, we would start with a sponsor. Well, 
there you go. There's like, uh, that's an idea right there. Maybe just starting over from scratch and yeah, but we we wouldn't have an audience, so seeing what people would be interested in. Well, I guess we'd we'd come back here and let people know that we had something else going on. But um, sure, I, I like to uh, at least I, I'd like to think that it's not goodbye forever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's never yeah, goodbye think... forever unless wait. I don't want to go too dark. Never mind. There's no such thing as goodbye. <laughs> This is me being wise. Oh, I need to find a, a quote. Yeah. I could quote myself. My friend's birthday is on Friday, and I and I said something pretty wise last night while I was trying to fall asleep. Um, let me let me uh, read. Let's see if this makes sense because I read it while I, I wrote it while I was trying to fall asleep. Don't cling to your youth like it was the best thing to happen to you. Find reasons to look forward to your future and appreciate your past. No, oh, that's a nice one. <laughs> I uh, I have two quotes actually. They're kind of uh, that inspire me. All right. Should I go ahead and read them? Please. All right. This first one is from J. M. Barry, who wrote Peter Pan. Oh, <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> wait, wait, Andrea should say goodbye too to the listeners. Amelia, tu veux dire au revoir les écouteurs? C'est notre dernier épisode pour un bout. Andrew is the one who makes the noise in the background. <laughs> Andrew, why don't you say goodbye to the listeners? Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Um, this one's from J.M. Barry, the person who wrote Peter Pan. The quote reads, Never say goodbye because goodbye means going away, and going away means forgetting. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of sad right now. But, you seem um, sad, yeah. But... Here's another one. Um, remember me and smile, for it's better to forget than to remember me and cry. And that's from Dr. Seuss. Oh, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I was going to do like an episode on uh, personality disorders because I'm learning about those. And it, they're really cool. But it's a lot of work. Like, it's a lot of work to do all that research and to not have anything coming back at us. You know, like no one's saying anything. <laughs> not to lecture people, but like not to say it's their fault or anything. I mean, 500 listeners, like regular listeners, isn't that much, you know? Like we have to have like 10 million for people, for 10 people probably to say hi. Yeah, because to be fair, I listen to stuff like shows and everything, and I never comment or I never write, and that like that doesn't mean that it's not very important to me. It's just I feel like what's my opinion worth, or you know, they're going my voice is going to be drowned out and all the other people that are writing and, and saying things. So I don't think the fact that people aren't reaching out or anything necessarily means they don't care. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, like obviously we, we have lives and, you know, we have to make our live a living and it's like, if we're not able to make a living off of this, it'd be nice to at least get, you know, some feedback from it all. Yeah, and I think we've generated a little bit of a following. We've probably lost listeners and gained different ones because of our topics are changing a lot. So I think maybe, you know, after some time has passed, maybe we'll say, let's redo this episode. Let's redo all of these episodes and then create a podcast just on this one topic. And then we can create a new podcast again, and it could be multiple podcasts. Like one is about this. And then we just do a whole season of like 10 episodes and that podcast is done because that's how some of them are like um, these cult 
podcasts that I listen to. One is called The Gateway, which just blew my mind because there's this chick on YouTube. Her name is Teal Swan, and I've watched some of her videos, and I don't get it. But there is a cult following for her. Like, legit, they, she could probably tell them all to kill themselves, and they would. Oh, God. It's called The Gateway. Uh, listen to it. It's great. They did some great research. They have her on there. They've done some interviews with her. It's so cool. The Gateway. And then yeah. and then the what other one. Go on to YouTube and type in The Gateway? Or? Well, I've been listening to it on um, Spotify, but I think it, I mean, it's on Podbean, which I think is free. Um, Spotify is free. You just can't, like, download it if you're going on a road trip or something. Um, but I think it's everywhere. You can get podcasts. And then, um, oh, what was the other one? I just, Anna, my friend Anna is moving. So I sent her a bunch. Mm. Uh, oh, Heaven's Gate is the other one. You've heard of Heaven's Gate, right? Oh, yeah. They were big in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like eight or ten episodes. And then the podcast is completely finished. And so we could do something like that. And then we'll just come on here and let y'all know. That we're doing yeah. something, and sh you could shoot your cute little heinies over there. <laughs> Was that sexual harassment? Please don't. <laughs> Probably. But contact us on Instagram. Let us know how you're doing, whatever. You know, I say no pressure, but I guess that's all there is. A little bit of it's pressure. Just pressure. That's all that I've been saying no pressure, but I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. Let people know what we want. Yeah. But, um, I guess uh, reluctantly, then that's where we should end it for now. Sure. Yeah. We'll we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. It's not forever or something. Is that a? <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for the fun times. And uh, yeah, I hope it's not goodbye forever. But um, no. You know, it, what a ride. Yeah. No. We'll 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 have little spinoffs. Alrighty. Well. Thank you, Tyler, and uh, y'all take care there and have happy holidays. And uh, I know a lot of people are looking forward to the end of 2020, so yeah. uh, let's get through it. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, I hope you had a good happy Thanksgiving. Holiday. Take care, everyone. Oh, and remember to check out my SoundCloud page, Tyler Rilo, and my Twitter, because I'll post my collaborations on there, too, because that's what we're focusing on right now, music. Music's in the heart. Yeah, so come check it out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>